something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Alright, welcome to the Crazy Pills Podcast. Uh, today what I'm going to talk about is crypto. Uh, last video I made where I talked about crypto was in June. And that was when Bitcoin was in like the 30 something thousands, I think. Um, and actually reached down to like $29,000 in July, right? But back in June, when I was, made the video, uh, what I talked about was how the bull run wasn't over. Uh, there's gonna be some con consolidation before it goes higher. It actually went way longer than I thought it would, right? But today's October 21st. <clears throat> Yesterday, Bitcoin actually hit a, uh, a, a new all-time high, right? So that new all-time, that all-time high was before it was in April, where it was a hair under 65,000. And then yesterday it actually touched a hair right under 67,000, right? And there's a lot of hype. Uh, one of the uh, uh, crypto groups that I'm in, that you know, kind of in a, a huge part of, uh, people on there, two of them said that they actually had their financial advisor contact them to tell them, hey, like, you know, I could get you into Bitcoin if you want. Okay, so what I'm here to say is now is a still a great time to get into crypto, but it is a terrible time to get into Bitcoin, okay? Um, let's see, what do I wanna start with that? Okay, so let's just talk about like psych market psychology and then investment in general, okay? We all know you wanna buy low, you wanna sell high, right? Well, when something is undervalued, that's the best time to get in. And then when it's overvalued, you want to get out. Okay, those, those are just basic principles. Everyone agrees with that, okay? Now, when it comes to emotions, you literally have to almost go against your emotions to be able to win uh, when it comes to investing, uh, at least in the current paradigm, right? So if everybody knows it, if everybody's talking about it, you know, like it's, it's a great investment, uh, you already missed the... You already missed the uh, the move, like the, the big move up, right? So for example, uh, you know, right now, if I talk to you about stocks, people are like, oh, I wanna buy Apple stocks, I wanna buy Tesla stocks, right? There's already a lot of hype behind it, it's already high. You know, it could go higher, yes, because the stock market's going up, but at this time, if you go into Tesla stocks, you already miss most of the move up, especially if Tesla stock hits a new all-time high and then you get in, because, okay, now we're in price discovery. It's gonna go, well, like, you're, one, you already missed most of the move up, but two, like, you're, you're just basically following what most, or at least a lot of people agree with, right? Uh, same thing on the way down, when things look really bad, right? So back in July, when Bitcoin hit 29,000, people were saying it's gonna to go to 20,000, it's gonna go back to 14,000, right? And then if you look back now, right, now that Bitcoin, oh, actually, it had a slight dip this morning, it's at like 63,000, but, you know, if it hit 67,000 yesterday, right, just when everyone was saying how, what a bad idea was, that was actually the best time to get in, okay? So, if you want to get into crypto, there's lots of great opportunities, and uh, my recommendation is that you don't want to get into Bitcoin, because even if you get in, even if it sets a new high, it goes a little bit higher, right? Um, I'm the strategy, and this is something I've been uh, playing for over a year now, 
is that it's going to top out somewhere between seventy to eighty thousand dollars for this cycle. Okay, which is why uh, back in June when it was going down, there's multiple factors that I took into account, and most of it is actually just from a market structure, from technical analysis. It did not actually seem like the uh, the bull market was over. It just seemed like it was a temporary pullback to consolidate to actually take the next leg up. Okay, uh, I do think the end is coming soon, and I actually said that back in May when I made a video. But if you do want to get into crypto, definitely get in, but don't get into Bitcoin. Okay, and then I'll actually uh, add to that. Don't also don't get into Ethereum. Right. Uh, Ethereum is the second largest crypto by market cap and also the second most well-known one. Uh, for Ethereum, for me, I think the top will be somewhere between five and 6,000. Right now it's trading at like $4,100. So yes, it's gonna go up more. I just don't think a lot of the upside is there. Uh, me personally, you wanna go back and look at some of the previous videos I put out. I already talked about the stuff that I'm high in. I'm still, high on those uh, cryptos. Uh, I still have the same price targets. Uh, nothing has changed, uh, but just, you know, I'm making this video because right now when, when people are getting excited about crypto again, they're literally gonna get into the stuff that seems safe, that everyone's talking about, and they're actually gonna miss a lot of the upside, okay? <clears throat> Next, um, I do wanna talk about where I think crypto is going. So if you guys have never heard of the uh, phrase or term DeFi, DeFi is short for decentralized finance. And then if I had to explain it at like a, a, a very basic level, essentially it's replacing, uh, it's taking a decentralized approach using crypto to replace what we're doing financially right now, which is a centralized approach. Okay, so uh, the analogy I like to give is, uh, if you guys have heard of the game World of Warcraft or you played it or maybe like, just imagine it's like this make-believe world, right? And then it's it's called a uh, MMORPG. So, uh, what is it? Massively multiplayer online RPG, right? So there's this fictitious world. Everyone has a character or an avatar they can log in, and then you know you could do whatever. You could do quests, uh, uh, PvP, play, uh, uh, fight against other people, do all that stuff, right? There's a whole ecosystem there, right? There, so it's a world. There's an ecosystem, and it's essentially software, right? It's a game. Um, now, with the ecosystem specifically, I want to talk about that there's a financial system in World of Warcraft. So you can earn gold in World of Warcraft. Uh, and then with that gold, you can actually buy other items, right? You could trade items for items with other players. And you can even list the items on an auction house and then, like, get people to bid. And then, you know, it's, it's a pretty fair, right? Like, there's some people that are just... Uh, bidding because they want the item. There's some people that bid because they want to take the item and actually resell it later because they think it's under value, right? But, but there's a whole ecosystem. Uh, there's even a way to off-ramp uh, that value in World of Warcraft because if you want to go to like eBay, I'm sure there's like other sites, you can actually sell World of Warcraft gold for real world money. And you could also sell World of Warcraft items for real world money, right? So you could call that an off-ramp. And that's... It's not one-on-one, -on -one, but that's a pretty close analogy of what DeFi is. Okay, so DeFi is essentially using crypto. Now, as far as like borrowing money, um, lending money, rather than banks making the uh, fees and the interest, people who participate and supply liquidity, 
right? So actually supply value to the network can actually benefit from it. Uh, that to me is by far where most of the focus in crypto is actually going, right? And that's actually where the biggest opportunity is. And uh, if you watch like mainstream media or Twitter, right? We're focusing on NFTs and, and NFT, NFTs doesn't have to be like a JPEG or a video um, that's selling for lots of money, right? That's just the, the, the bastardized use case version of it right now. In the future, NFTs, which stands for non-fungible tokens, are actually gonna be used to track uh, identity, like, you know, like your passport. Um, you could actually do NFTs with uh, real estate, uh, things that you actually own, right? Everything can actually be secured on a blockchain. And uh, when it's non-fungible, that just means that there's an encryption so, so you can identify or differentiate between it, right? So for example, if we do Bitcoin right now, there's nothing differentiating the one Bitcoin from another, right? There's 18 million of them in circulation. There's nothing differentiating them. When you do it with an NFT, now you could actually differentiate it because of the encryption, okay? NFTs are done on something called a smart contract. So Ethereum is a smart contract blockchain. Bitcoin isn't, okay? There is a huge competition in the smart contract space right now. And then doing DeFi and then also with NFTs and they're all tied to smart contract. So if you're actually really interested in crypto and making real money, um, looking into smart contract, DeFi, and starting to learn about it is where the biggest opportunity is, okay? So tying it back to what I was talking about earlier about World of Warcraft, um, I don't know whether you heard, maybe some of you, a lot of you guys heard recently, uh, they're trying, Congress is trying to propose a bill, you know, led by um, the Biden administration, where bank transactions that are $600 or more uh, have to be reported from the bank to the IRS, right? And they say, hey, it's to hold the billionaires responsible. But, you know, if you just think about it at a very basic level, how is that actually holding the billionaires responsible, right? It's actually just another level of surveillance and, uh, in my opinion, intrusion into just most, like, you know, middle-class, everyday Americans' lives, okay? Now, in World of Warcraft, if you made more gold, right, or if you accumulated more items that could technically be offloaded into real-world value, uh, they don't tax you, right? You don't have to report your World of Warcraft gold to the IRS and tax you. Um, same thing when you get into DeFi because it's not localized just to the US, right? You're essentially using the internet to connect to a network that is worldwide and you're just participating in software or a whole different form of money or just to say it's some kind of unit of exchange, right? And uh, there's not even really any laws right now in place to regulate or tax that because it's such a big paradigm shift from what, every, uh, from, from what we've been doing up to this point, right? And technology has actually made that available. And you can see as uh, trusted money just gets eroded more and more and more. So fiat money, F-I-A-T, just means money that's not backed by anything, right? So we used to be on a gold standard. Once we went off of that, now it's called fiat money. And fiat money is worldwide and you can see how all the central banks around the world are just printing at an exponential pace, right? And there's no threshold as far as actual like dollar amount or number nominal amount where you're gonna hit hyperinflation, right? But 
because hyperinflation comes from, uh, it's psychological, okay? And it happens when the group can no longer act, no longer actually has confidence in the money. When the group no longer has confidence in the money, then boom, hyperinflation, because we would rather have, we would rather hold anything, goods, uh, gold, precious, you know, precious metal, silver, maybe crypto, over actually holding this US dollar that you could just print a shitload of. Um, just to give you an idea, the M2 money supply is a basic way to measure money. Like 60 plus percent of all the US dollars ever created in the history of the country was printed uh, between 2020 and this year, okay? So there's just, it's, it's, it's getting pretty bad. And you know, you can put your head in the a hole in the ground and ignore it, right? But it's just, it's coming, you know, and there's no way to avoid it when it's just in your face more and more and more. Uh, so when it comes to DeFi, right, you can really see how there's a um, there's an opportunity where, as the world's central banks and government really like fucks up what they're doing as far as like the monetary policy and then people's trust in the money, right, and how DeFi is already gaining momentum and growing and growing. If you if you know of anything about NFTs, they're on a smart contract, right? It's growing. You can see how people are more and more likely to actually adopt DeFi, okay? Now, <clears throat> let's just take the, the World of Warcraft analogy again. So now, what if I'm a, I'm a business owner, right? I own a gym. I'm actually like, you know what? I actually trust the World of Warcraft network uh, more than the US government as far as um, sound monetary policy. So I'm actually gonna be willing to accept World of Warcraft gold as payment. Um, for, for business, right? All of a sudden, I can actually still receive value in a different form than just US dollars. And if enough people participate, everything has to shift, okay? So DeFi is growing right now. And then as DeFi is growing, right? It's kind of a combination. There's more opportunity in the beginning. And obviously, you know, um, they want to incentivize people to use it, right? Think about when we use the word term network effect, I mean, there's a network, it can have really great features, but if only two people are using it, it's not going to actually provide a lot of value. But as more and more people participate in the network, say like Facebook, for example, all of a sudden it becomes more and more useful. And then once you reach a threshold when enough people use it, they don't have to incentivize you to use it anymore. You'll actually willingly participate because you're getting value out of it and then in some cases, you're actually willing to pay money to participate in that network because it's providing so much value, right? But in the beginning, if you wanna get more users, right? And you're not like, it's not like a first mover's advantage where there's nothing there, it's just something that's interesting, fun, and new, and there's just hype and people buy in. A great way to get people to use it is to incentivize people, whether it's uh, extremely low fees, right? So like, um, it's something wanted to compete with uh, Airbnb now, right, or uh, something wanted to compete with Uber, they have to make it worthwhile for the people participating in, in it for them to actually join, okay? So when, D, when it comes to DeFi, we're kind of in that phase right now where one, you can actually start accumulating value uh, before everyone else is hyping it up and talking about it. And also there's a lot of incentive. And then also if it does become adopted, right, the appreciation of the value or assets, World, World of Warcraft Gold that you actually get uh, could actually be uh, life-changing and uh, also turn into generational wealth.
okay? And this kind of ties back into um, just being able, to see the, see, being able to see stuff more in the big picture into the future, right? It don't buy into what everybody is talking now because if you buy into that now, you already missed the boat. Doesn't mean you can't make a little bit of money, but even if you do, that's not where the big opportunity is. You have to actually see where things could possibly go and then get into that and that will actually set you up a lot more. And then, you know, by then, if you already have six months, a year in it, and then it gets uh, hot or popular, right? You've already set yourself up in a good place to actually make a lot of money. Um, none of the crypto videos I've made before, nothing has really changed. You know, it's still the same plan as far as like exit strategy, uh, short term, long term. I talked about how we're kind of in like the, area uh the 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 part of the cycle right now where it's like the dot-com bubble right so the dot-com bubble popped early 2001 so if you were around in june of 2020 and you knew you had six to seven months of just a mania phase where things that didn't actually have fundamental value are going to just appreciate by hundreds of percent how would you play that knowing the bubble is going to pop and knowing that a few years later really fundamentally sound companies or uh, use cases for the internet are going to really take off. And then there's some stuff that you're going to hold for the long term that will actually uh, appreciate a, a ridiculous amount, right? So you can play the short term and the long term. When I'm talking about the DeFi, it's more like short, middle, and long term, depending on which phase, which part of it that you're, um, you're actually getting into. But it's actually something that definitely is going to be uh, a part of the future. And then even in the short term, right, there's a bull market that I think will crash within the next um, three months at most, you know, with where Bitcoin is. Uh, you can actually play the short term too, okay? So I didn't really get specific strategies because I already kind of talked about it in the uh, previous videos if you want to rewatch that. But um, just something to think about, right? And, and yes, there's going to be a lot of hype about Bitcoin. And then probably Ethereum by like next week or the week after. Uh, and then what I'm actually saying is don't buy into those if you're going to get into crypto because you already missed your opportunity by the time there's a lot of hype. All right. Hopefully that helps. And uh, good to be back. I will talk to you guys next time. Sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in And then I'll watch them roll away again Yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Ooh, I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time I left my home in Georgia Headed for the Frisco Bay Cause I've had nothing to live for And look like nothing's gonna come my way So I'm just gonna sit on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Sitting on a darker bay 
wasting time Look like nothing's gonna change Everything still remains the same I can't do what ten people tell me to do So I guess I'll remain the same Sitting here resting my bones And this loneliness won't leave me alone This two thousand miles I roam Just to make this dock my home Now I'm just gonna sit at the dock of a bay Watching the tide roll away Ooh, I'm sitting on the dock of a bay Wasting time 